Hello, you are listening to The Gift of Yoga and Meditation with yours truly, Colette Marie. Welcome. Today's yoga practice will be wall yoga. Wall yoga. If you have not had the opportunity to experience this style of class, you're in for a treat. The things that we will need for this practice will be, of course, your yoga mat and a dedicated wall space somewhere in your home without any objects on the wall, something that will be of a smooth surface that you can utilize for at least 30 to 45 minutes. Moreover, we will need a bolster, two yoga blocks, a neck or head pillow, a small pillow for the head, perhaps an eye pillow, if you have one, grab it, or you can fold up a hand towel a few times to utilize over the eyes. I would also wear a pair of socks. The feet tend to get a little chilly once they have been elevated for a number of minutes. And a yoga blanket for the belly to keep warm. Also, if you are someone that gets chilly quickly, definitely wear a sweater to keep warm. So these are all of the things that we will need. Ooh, also a yoga strap, a yoga strap. So just a recap, a blanket, bolster, a yoga strap, two blocks, a neck or small head pillow, eye pillow, socks, a light sweater, and I think that is all we need. So grab all those items, take the short edge of the mat, so you have your yoga mat, roll it out, place the short edge of the mat flushed against the wall, flushed against the wall. We don't want to create any gaps between the wall and the yoga mat. The mat will be perpendicular to the wall. Okay, that's going to be the first part of our alignment of our things so that we are placing the mat accordingly next to the wall. Secondly, I would sit sideways against the wall so that you can windmill the legs right up the wall, utilizing your forearms to help facilitate that process. So in other words, you will sit against the wall to start then lean back onto the forearms, then take one leg up the wall and allow the other leg to follow and recline onto your back so that the legs are flushed against the wall and that your spine is completely flat and reclined on the mat. This is where we will begin setting up a few things. Be sure to have on your socks so that the feet are warm. Next, I would create... um, I would create a little bit of space between the arms of the body or the arms from the body rather. And this is where you can place a neck pillow also under the head and put the eye pillow over the eyes and the blanket folded up right over the belly. We don't need the strap quite yet. We don't need the bolster quite yet either. Just place the blanket over the belly to keep warm. Place the neck pillow or small pillow under the head place your eye pillow over the eyes or your folded up hand towel over the eyes and place the arms at a distance from the body. 
you can also consider placing the arms out to a T with the palms facing up. And this is the start of your wall yoga practice. You can simply tap into a mindful breathing pattern. Mindful breathing is simply being aware of the fact that you are taking breaths in and out through the nose. Now, if you'd like to add more depth to the breathing, that is certainly up to you. You can elongate the inhale breath. You can elongate the exhale breath. However, we don't want to create too much of a forceful uh, forcefulness to the breathing. In other words, we don't need the breath to be labored. We don't need to do an ujjayi breathing, although you are more than welcome to engage in that particular breathing practice if you'd like. However, for this class today, mindful breathing is the goal because we want to find a relaxing state of consciousness, a relaxing state in the body, in the mind, and throughout the whole being. So pairing that with a mindful breathing practice where the air is moving in through the nose slowly, but yet softly and somewhat deeply and slowly allowing the air to escape the body through the nose. Very lengthy breaths out, but not too lengthy, not too forced. You might hear sound to the breathing. You might hear more of a faint sound to the breathing, which is perfect, totally fine very faint, very light sound to your mindful breathing practice. And just noticing the quality of the air moving in through the nose and out through the nose. And as you continue to lay here comfortably on the mat with the legs flushed against the wall, you can simply just let the toes splay out naturally. Nothing to do with the feet quite yet. And let the fingers curl naturally so that the hands are soft and nothing to do there quite yet either and just simply breathe in and out and this is the the time in which you can set an intention for your practice today perhaps your intention will be focused on healing for the body perhaps your intention will be meant for someone else it's almost like you want to create this magical energy surge that you can then channel towards whatever that thing is going to be that represents your intention, that is reflective of your intention. So consider what you are doing with the breath, with the mind, with the body as a generator of healing energy, of good vibration, of an elevated concentration of energy that you are channeling to fuse and fuel your intention. It's like a manifestation process. I consider my yoga practice as a source of manifesting the things I want to experience in my life. You can also regard your physical practice in the same manner if you wish. So as you continue to think about and ponder and reflect upon what your intention is, continue to breathe and then tuck away your intention for the time being 
so that you can bring your awareness back to the present moment, back to your body, back to the breath, back to the room in which you are in. And let me just say that there will be sounds that will emit around you. There will be noises that you might hear. And the idea is to allow them to be, embrace them, allow them to filter in and just be part of the experience of your mindfulness practice today. However, you are more than welcome, of course, if you have noise cancellation headphones, you can certainly put those on to cancel out the background noise. But in life, there's going to be some measure of noise and vibrations and sounds and things that might be considered a disturbance. And so we don't always want to try to block those things out uh, and separate ourselves from those things. In other words, embracing everything all around you and bringing every aspect of what's happening internally and externally into the fold of your yoga practice today that is part and parcel of your journey for your practice utilizing the wall and utilizing all of the other tidbits that you have nearby to facilitate this holistic practice take another inhale and exhale here because you have been reclined for quite a bit and I would simply let the soles of the feet touch the wall so that the knees slightly bend. And then allow the heels of the feet, I was going to say feet of the feet, the heels of the feet slide down and simply reach towards your knees and bring the knees inward towards the chest. Now you can keep the eye pillow on the eyes if you'd like. Or you can simply remove the eye pillow to the side for a moment or two or three. We might bring it back into the mix. We might not. I haven't quite decided upon that yet. So if you remove the eye pillow, just place it to the side so that it is within uh, an arm's reach. And give the knees a squeeze into the chest. If the blanket is creating a wee bit of a barrier, you can simply pull the blanket to the side and keep the knees into the chest. You can keep the pillow under the head for support, but bring those knees in, give them a squeeze. You can gently rock left and right, gently rocking left and right, softening through the sacrum, softening through the low back muscles, breathing in and out of the nose, mindfully, mindful breathing, softening through the shoulders, softening through the face, particularly softening through the jaw, making sure that the teeth are separated and that the tongue is relaxed and soft as well. Take another inhale and exhale with the knees to chest, giving them a nice squeeze and slowly bring the feet back up the wall. Bring those legs right back up the wall. We will start to jump into some hip opening postures. And I love utilizing the wall for these things because the wall helps to take the edge off of certain postures, which might be a bit challenging for certain areas of the hips if they are tight. So we will take our time and defer to one side and do a series of things on one side and repeat the sequence on the opposite side. So let us bring our concentration to the right side, the right leg specifically. But first, take the bolster wherever it is 
and bring it to the side of the right side of the body. The short edge will be at the right hip space or somewhere thereabouts. Flush the bolster against the wall so that it is parallel to the wall and simply bring the right leg all the way out to the side until the leg is resting on the bolster. However, if there is some intense tightness in the groin muscle on the right and the leg does not actually touch the bolster, that's okay. You can grab a block and place the block underneath the leg on the bolster for a bit more support. This is where you have to get a little crafty and creative in how you position the tools to facilitate a comfortable experience for some of these stretches. Sometimes some folks put a block underneath the bolster and then put the bolster on top of it at an angle so that the bolster is elevated slightly for the leg to rest upon, which you can also do. So if you want to take a block or two, place it under the bolster on the floor so that the end of the bolster is elevated, you can do that. However, if the leg does not touch the bolster, that's okay. Figure out what works for you and maintain this opening in the right leg. The left leg is still up the wall. That hasn't changed. Only the right leg is opened out to the right. Now the arms can be placed at a T with the palms facing up, or you can place the hands at the belly. The arm placement is completely up to you, but soften the feet. And again, tapping into your mindful breathing, tapping into the space, and you can have your eyes closed or open, we will move the leg so the eye, the eye pillow might get in the way, it might fall off of the face, so we'll keep the eye pillow off to the side for the time being, but hang in there with this leg opened out to the right. So this is sort of a half straddle or a half wide leg stretch in which only one leg is receiving the groin opening as opposed to both legs opening out wide, sometimes doing that is a bit tough and can be more strenuous and stressful rather than soothing and comforting. So what I am trying to do is eliminate the stressfulness and the strain of these postures and only doing one side at a time. Taking another inhale, inhale and exhale breath, Slowly start to bring the right knee to a bending like position and bring the knee inwards toward the chest. So slightly bending the knee, bringing the knee in towards the chest and give your knee a squeeze, only the right knee a squeeze. This is a counter to the groin stretch. We are now compressing the hip flexors, which is a counter to the groin opening so you might feel a bit of relief here which is the idea take one more inhale and exhale and then create a tree pose like position with the right foot think of tree pose typically we do tree pose standing on one foot this time we are doing a reclined tree pose against the wall. So the right sole of the foot might tuck into the left inner thigh and the bolster might still be there to soften the pose as a supporting aspect to that right thigh. 
and you can take the right hand and push into the right thigh, pressing the knee back against the wall, really flushing the outer area of the right leg against the wall to get more of a groin opening in this posture. That is up to you to do so. You don't have to push into the thigh. You can simply just relax the arms and just let the stretch be the stretch. But maintain your mindful breathing in and out through the nose. Maintain softening throughout the shoulders and a relaxation throughout the face, most specifically throughout the jaw. Breathing in through the nose and out through the nose, relaxing even the eyes and softening the eyelids, eyelids, having a gaze that is soft, having a gaze that is very easy and soft where the eyes do not have to strain in any sort of way. So soft eyelids and take another inhale and exhale with this tree pose against the wall with the right leg. And when you are ready, simply bring that right knee back into the chest and give that knee a squeeze. Give that knee a squeeze. Coming back to compressing those hip flexors as a point of an opposite sort of stretch to what you have created for yourselves so far. Take another inhale and exhale breath here. And we will continue on with this right side. However, before we do anything else, bring that right leg back up the wall for a moment. And then let us take a breath in and out with both legs up the wall. Then simply bend both knees so that the soles of the feet are against the wall ever so slightly or ever so much enough for you to push into the wall to elevate your seat because you are going to slide the bolster underneath your sacrum. That's right. So elevate the pelvis, grab your bolster, slide it right underneath. It should be on the flat side, parallel and flushed against the baseboard or the wall. And then simply lower the seat on top of it. Now this is elevating your pelvis substantially. And that's okay. We want this elevation for the next pose. What we will do next with the same right leg is... Bring the knee into the chest like we did before. Give it a squeeze and take an inhale and exhale breath to do that. Then cross the right ankle over and just above the left knee like you would be sitting in a chair. So cross that right ankle above and over the right knee area so that the ankle is in the fleshy part above the patella, not below. So we're not resting the ankle on the shin bone but we are resting the ankle on the lower portion of the quadricep muscle above the knee itself then bending the left knee a little bit so that the sole of the left foot is against the wall essentially which will then push against the ankle for what would we what would we call we would call this a um sort of a reclined figure four, reclined figure four. 
I'm getting a little tongue-tied because I am trying to think about the words to describe what this posture is. So this is a reclined figure four. Reclined figure four. This is a stretch that is specific to the glute area and more so the piriformis muscle, which is this tight muscle, which tends to, for some of us, press against the sciatic nerve, creating sciatic nerve pain, particularly if you sit quite a bit for your work, or if you stand and walk a lot, the muscle gets tight. And if we do not stretch it out enough, the muscle will then press against that particular nerve and sciatic pain and sciatica does occur for some of us it does for me so this stretch is a phenomenal stretch to partake in as often as you can so as you are holding this pose and i am talking your ear off you are spending time in this posture breathing in this posture perhaps you are able to bend the knee a little more deepening the pose now remember that the hips are elevated so you don't have to elevate the hips and separate the pelvis from the bolster. Keep your hips right on top of the bolster for support. Breathing in and out through the nose and take another inhale and exhale breath here. Then simply detach the right ankle from the left leg and bring both legs up the wall nice and straight. Take a breath in and out here. One more inhale and exhale for recovery. Then slightly bend both knees so that the soles of the feet touch the wall. Press into the feet completely. Lift the seat off of the bolster. Pull the bolster out to the side, preferably the left side, and then lower the seat back down to the wall so that the spine is flat and that you're back to your normal unelevated letter L position with your body. Now that was the left side. And now we get to jump into the left side. Now the bolster should be to the left because we will start with that half wide leg stretch on the left. This is where the left leg will slowly slide to the left. That means the heel will just simply drag across the wall and slide down the wall to a point where there might be a stopping point. That is where the bolster might come in handy or a block might come in handy. Now, if you happen to have more opening in the hip, then you might not need the bolster at all. However, the bolster is useful even if you have a lot of flexibility in the groin because it helps to soften the leg from the hard floor. Or you can use your blanket as that buffer as well. That's up to you. But we are sitting here, or rather lying here, with the left leg opened out wide, flushed against the wall. The right leg is still where it is, right up along the wall, flushed against the wall, and we are mindfully breathing in and out of the nose, softening the face and relaxing the jaw. Also, relaxing the shoulders, softening throughout the neck and throat and chest softening the belly because all that should be happening with the belly is a slight elevation or rise and fall with the breath in and out meanwhile you are 
noticing a release, hopefully, in the groin muscle of the left leg, your adductor muscles within the left leg, breathing in and out, and softening the feet as well. Softening the toes. You don't have to point or flex the feet, not one bit. Let the feet be soft. Let that not be something you have to incorporate because again, what we're looking for is a softness throughout the body. This is completely tapping into your central nervous system. This is where we get to really indulge in creating calm and relaxation in the parasympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic nervous system, you might have heard the terminology rest and digest. This is exactly that. We are resting and digesting. We are engaging in the parasympathetic nervous system function rather than the opposite, which is the sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight. That is the nervous system the aspect of the nervous system, which keeps us going in our day, keeps us moving from one place to the next, being able to problem solve, being able to put out fires throughout the workday, being able to deal with high stress situations. We are doing the opposite of all of that. Moreover, we are allowing the digestive organs to settle into their respective grooves because when we stand a lot, we, they are compressed. When we sit, they're even more compressed. So we are reclined, thereby those organs are not compressed, which is great. So now you've been in this wide leg, half wide leg stretch for some time as I have been chatting your ear off and that you've been breathing in and out through the nose. Simply bend that left knee, take a breath in and out and start to draw that left knee into the chest like we did on the right and bring that knee in, hold on to it with both hands and give that knee a squeeze into the chest, thereby compressing those hip flexors, giving your hip a break, giving those muscles a moment to simply be at ease and to find comfort in this stretch, in this knee to chest stretch. Meanwhile, the right leg is still up the wall. That has not changed. That leg is still where it is, but you are breathing mindfully, offering your body, your mind, this chance to feel completely relaxed. And we will take one more inhale and exhale, and then we will start to bring that left leg into our reclined tree pose. Reclined tree pose. That is where the sole of the left foot will nestle into the inner right thigh somewhere and presumably the bolster is still where it is so that it can support that left leg in some way. And that is where you will begin in this pose. Now you can take the left hand and press in the left thigh for more of a stretch and the 
innermost tight spaces of the left hip flexor, left groin, left adductor muscles. That is completely up to you. You are not obligated to do that, but you are more than welcome to do that. Simply using the left hand to push against the fleshy part of the inner thigh so that the back of, or rather the side of the left leg is super flushed against the wall. If you'd like more of a stretch there and breathe in and out through the nose, mindfully, softly, very calmly, softening throughout the face while also relaxing the shoulders, softening the neck, softening the throat, and relaxing the jaw maybe even moving the lower mandible bone left and right, maybe even taking the mouth open and making this ah sound, stretching through the jaw, just an inhale and an exhale like you are having your tonsils checked, right? That ah open wide mouth and then relax the mouth, sealing the lips. Also soften through the toes, Right, Your right foot should be splayed out naturally. There's no need to engage with that right foot at all whatsoever. Similarly, you don't need to engage with the left foot. But the foot is the foot, right? The foot is where it is. Let the feet be where they are. But inhale and exhale. Soft toes, soft feet, soft legs. Take another breath in and out in this stretch. When you are ready, draw the left knee back into the chest and give that left knee a squeeze. Give that left knee a squeeze. Hold it in tightly towards the chest, compressing those hip flexors. So we've spent some amount of time now in two postures, and we will proceed to the third posture, which is that reclined figure four stretch. But before we dive into it, we must release that left leg back up the wall so that both legs are up against the wall, nice and flushed, and take a breath in and out with the legs up the wall. And let us prepare by bending both knees so that the soles of the feet can be flushed against the wall, thereby allowing you to push into the wall with both feet to lift your seat up from the ground and slide the bolster back underneath the sacrum. Slide the bolster so that it is flat or on the flatter side and flushed against the wall and lower the seat onto it and then straighten both legs back up the wall. So now we are in an elevated space with the pelvis once more, allowing the pelvis to remain elevated for this particular stretch to facilitate a more comfortable placement with the legs, with the hips, so that the stretch itself is easy and is soothing. It will be a little challenging, but not stressful not strenuous because again we want to remove stressfulness and the strain of things out from this entire practice which would be counterproductive because we want to remain relaxed now go ahead and bring the knee back into the chest give it one more squeeze on the inhale and exhale then cross the left ankle over 
just above the right knee, just below the quadricep muscle, above the patella. And when you are ready, bend the right knee slightly so that the heel of the foot can slide down the wall ever so slightly. Perhaps the sole of the right foot is touching the wall and that will allow you to get into the stretch deeply but not too much. So find that threshold where you experience a good stretch, but it's comfortable yet the same. Find that sweet spot. Breathe into the space, which is the piriformis muscle, which is in the glute area, which is responsible for sometimes pressing against the sciatic nerve. So we want to create room there, more oxygen to that muscle, more blood flow throughout that entire space, in fact, and relaxing the feet while we do it. So you do not have to flex the feet or point the toes. You can let the feet be relaxed. However, the right foot is doing something right because it is, the sole is flushed or flushed against the wall. But apart from that, there's nothing else to be doing with the right foot or with the left foot. All we want to do is invite relaxation and calm throughout the body. Being with these postures for minutes on end to really touch that connective tissue, to make contact with the connective tissue, to make contact with that layer of tissue that is between the muscle and the bone. Because we want to go beyond those layers of muscle tissue that are many. There are many layers of muscle tissue and we want to penetrate those layers of muscle tissue getting towards the bone for which those tissues are attaching. So as we are here breathing in and out of the nose, softening the face and relaxing the jaw, perhaps slide the heel down a little more to get into the space accordingly and deeply, but yet maintaining calm in the stretch, maintaining a sense of ease and relaxation within the muscles that you are targeting with this particular stretch. And of course, breathing in and out mindfully and maintaining that flow of oxygen throughout the whole body. And let us be here for just a few more breaths in and out through the nose. And the arms can be wherever, the hands can be wherever, the eyes can be open or closed, whatever you want to do there. Perhaps the blanket is placed back over the belly for warmth or not. And this is where, again, I leave these types of decisions to you because it's your practice. I can only offer suggestions here and there when I remember to do it. But if you feel intuitively inclined to pull that blanket back over the belly and I didn't say anything about it, that's totally great. Do it. Find ways in which to bring more comfort to what you are doing. Now let us take one more inhale and exhale breath in the figure four stretch. Then detach the ankle from the knee and bring the knee back into, bring the left knee back into the chest and give that left knee a squeeze. 
Meanwhile, the right leg is stretching out again and flushing itself against the wall. So we're taking the bend out of the right knee so that the right leg is straight against the wall while the left knee is into the chest while you are giving your left knee a squeeze. And take one more breath in and out and simply bring the left leg back up the wall where both legs are now flushed against the wall, nice and even, breathing in and out. Inhaling and exhaling. We will transition to a twist shortly, but before we do that, bring the soles of the feet against the wall. Start to press both feet against the wall so that your seat is lifting up off of the bolster. Now slide the bolster out from underneath the seat, but keep the hips elevated. In fact, bring the hands to the low back area and help to facilitate the lift in the pelvis. You've guessed it. We are in a supported shoulder stand position using the wall. However, if you have the neck pillow under the head or the regular pillow under the head and you feel like that is an uncomfortable thing, I would lower the seat for a moment remove the neck pillow or pillow and then come back to the pose so that you can experience this supported shoulder stand fully. Now you do not have to take the feet away from the wall. The feet will stay connected to the wall. You can, if you are in the mood, take one foot away from the wall and lift the leg in a way where it's leaning towards your face and you can rotate the ankle around in circles and point and flex that foot, whichever foot that is, does not matter if you are starting with the right or starting with the left. But whatever works for you, rotate the ankle, point and flex the toes, take a breath there, then bring the foot back to the mat and alternate to the opposite leg and do the same thing you did with that foot on the other side or simply keep the feet connected to the wall. And wherever you are with this process, do take another breath in and out in the pose. And if your foot is away from the wall, bring it back to the wall, take an inhale, and on the exhale, slowly lower the seat back down to the wall. Lower the tailbone, lower the sacrum, lower the low spine down to the floor so that both legs are yet again flushed against the wall so that you are back to that letter L position. You are back to the letter L with the arms wherever they are and the legs flushed against the wall. Now we will prepare for our twist. Let us start with the right side. Let's start with lowering the right heel and leg down to the floor completely and then allow the left leg to follow until both legs are on the mat, meaning the left leg is stacked like a log on top of the right leg and the right leg is on the ground. Now the right arm can be out to a T or you can simply use your right hand to place on the outer exterior portion of the left knee just to keep the legs in place if you'd like. The left arm can be out to a T with the palm up or wherever you'd like to place it. 
but both legs, the backs of them, are flushed against the wall for this twist. If you want to bend the knees, you are welcome to do so where the soles of the feet are flushed against the wall. So critically think about that for a moment and decide for yourselves if you like the legs extended out long or if you prefer to have the knees bending where the soles of the feet are flushed against the wall. Either way, you are in a twist. Now you can really stamp down or tamp down that left shoulder blade on the mat and look completely over to the left side of the room, or you can look towards the sky. We don't need an uh, we don't need a neck pillow under the neck or a small pillow under the head for this pose. So if we've we moved it. We moved it out of the way, we'll keep it out of the way for the time being so that the neck uh, isn't compressed with the chin towards the chest. We want to create space in the throat. Uh, I said neck compression. I meant to say throat compression because with a neck pillow, it would create that compression. So we want to create softness in the throat. Take another handful of breaths here. Really just Mm, what is the word I'm looking for? Extend, uh, spend time, extend the time in this pose. Take advantage of this twist with the support of the wall. Extract all that you can from this twist with the feet against the wall or the legs against the wall. Sometimes what I like to do when I'm in this posture is I would take, since we are on the right, I would take the right hand and push into my pelvis. The heel of the hand would sort of hook into the top pelvic bone area. You can kind of feel where the pelvic bone is. And I would hook the heel of the hand just under it and then push it open as if I am trying to, like I did with the tree pose, like exactly sort of the idea like you did with the tree pose, using the hand to push the hip open, same idea with the pelvic bone with the heel of the hand. Or right in the hip crease, perhaps you snuggle in the thumb into the hip crease and then push that upper portion of the left quadricep muscle, push that tissue out and away from you to facilitate this particular type of opening in the hip. You might feel a little bit of a relief in the low spine, which is the idea. It's sort of like an adjustment. But either way, whether you're doing that or not, take another inhale and exhale breath on this side. Now remember, we have to break this, compartmentalize this breakdown and take it in steps. Firstly, if the knees are not already bending, bend them and then lead with the left leg first where the left foot slides up the wall back to center and the right foot and leg follows, in which case both soles of the feet are flat against the wall with the knees bending. Now, this is a perfect opportunity to grab those knees, bring those knees into the chest and give them both a squeeze because they're right there. Might as well do it. Take advantage of that opportunity. 
Take another inhale and exhale breath here. And when you are ready, release those knees and slide the feet and heels back up the wall so that both legs are extended fully up the wall. Up the wall and pause here for an inhale and exhale breath. We will repeat the twist to the left. So if you have any items on the left side, go ahead and move them out of the way so that we can lower that left leg smoothly and slowly down towards the floor. So let the left heel now glide and slide down the wall, all the way down towards the wall. Let the right leg follow until the left leg is on the floor and the right leg is stacked like a log on top of the left leg so that both legs, the backs of them, are flushed against the wall. So you still are kind of like a letter L with the legs to the side rather than the legs up. So if we were to look at these positions like a clock, the legs would be at 12, which is up against the wall, and you went and took your twist to the right, in which case your legs were at 3 o'clock. Now we are doing the opposite, where the legs are to the left at 9 o'clock. Right? Now, if you want to keep the legs straight and extended out, great. If you like to bend the knees so that the soles of the feet are flushed against the wall, you can do that as well. If you want to defer to that hand adjustment that I mentioned and talked you through on the right and repeat that on the left, you are more than welcome to do that. And remember that you are pushing in a space that's comfortable. So not necessarily trying to push against bones per se, unless the heel of the hand is, is hooked in ever so slightly and in a way that feels comfortable, that's great. Or slide the left hand where the thumb side of the hand is nestled into the hip crease and the right leg. And then you're pushing into that inner thigh of the right thigh just enough to sort of roll the tissue away from you to get that extra bit of something on that right side in the low spine. It's an adjustment thing. So you're welcome to work with that and maybe just continue doing a rolling type um, push into the tissue with the heel of the hand and just press the tissue open. Breathing in and out, breathing in and out, softening through the face. Now with the right arm, you can tamp it down or really staple down that right shoulder blade towards the mat with the palm facing up. You can look completely over to the right side of the room or bring your gaze toward the ceiling but breathe in and out with soft jaw and soft face and a soft throat. Moreover, have soft feet, soft toes, relaxing the legs completely, softening those inner thighs, truly letting go of any tension or holding in those inner thighs, both left and right. And take a, another few more breaths soaking up this pose extracting all that you can from this twist breathing into those tight spaces breathing into all of the lower half creating 
blood flow, creating more oxygen, generating more oxygen to the low spine, to the hips, to the whole body. Taking an inhale through the nose, exhale through the nose. Beautiful. When you are ready, let us start to bend those knees if they are not already bending. And leading with the right knee first, back to center, the left knee will follow. Then once the feet are flushed against the wall with the knees bending, further bring both knees back into the chest for a final squeeze into the chest. Inhaling and exhaling. Now you can bring the neck pillow back under the neck or the small pillow back under the head. You can start to bring the blanket nearby and the eye pillow nearby because we will use those items momentarily. But hold on to those knees, giving those knees a thorough squeeze into the chest. Maybe point and flex those toes. Maybe rotate the ankles around in circles while you are there. And taking another inhale and exhale breath. And then let us go ahead and take a bound angle pose against the wall, meaning bring the soles of the feet, or rather, bear with me as I talk you through this, the outer edges of your feet to touch against the wall. The outer edges, the pinky edges of the feet to touch against the wall, where the heels of the feet are just above the pubic bone and both knees are peering out to the side. This is a bound angle pose against the wall. Typically we do this pose on the floor where both edges of the feet are on the floor and the knees are at the mercy of gravity opening out to the sides in this case we have the wall for the support and gravity is really not necessary but what you can do is take both hands now and push against the interior portion of the thighs like just around the knee area just inside of the um, inner thigh tissue area and push with equal weight and equal pressure in both the left hand to the left leg and right hand to the right leg, equally pushing against the tissue to get more of a stretch in the groin muscles, in the inner thighs. Bound angle pose against the wall in this way with the outer edges of the feet touching, meaning this, the arches don't touch. The arches are very separated. In fact, you can probably see the soles of your feet. That's how much they're not touching. We want to create softness in the feet, and I believe this is the best way to do that. So continue pushing the inner thighs with your hands getting as much as you can out of this last and final stretch for your legs up the wall practice taking a, another breath in and out here 
softening through the shoulders, of course, and softening through the jaw. If you had no socks on, you'd like to put socks on while your feet are right there, might as well go ahead and do it since you have the reach. Put the socks back on. And when you are ready, slowly start to slide the feet up the wall so that the backs of the legs are flushed against the wall. Now you can take your yoga strap and create a loop or simply tie the yoga strap around the upper thighs because I want you to relax your thighs as much as possible. So if you have this yoga strap nearby, create, um, bring the strap around the legs, lasso the legs with the strap, tie it as tightly as you can without cutting off the circulation. Relax the legs within that bound placement with the with the strap. Bring the blanket back over the belly. Bring your eye pillow back over the eyes. And allow the legs to completely relax within the confines of the yoga strap. And the arms can be wherever you'd like them to be. On the belly, out to a T adjacent to the body, palms facing up in a state of receiving, or palms on the belly in the state of giving, breathing in and out through the nose very softly, and bringing your practice to this beautiful conclusion, revisiting your intention think about your intention remembering what that was having it in the front of your mind because we are putting forth energy and vibration and mere just will unconditional love and all of the things that will help to bring that intention to fruition manifesting bringing to life that intention bringing to life the details of your intention Seeing it in your mind's eye. Visualizing the benefits of your intention. Feeling those benefits. Basking in those benefits. Feeling embraced by your dedication of your practice and through the energy of your intention and your intention itself. And I invite you to take this calm and serenity with you throughout the remainder of your day, sharing this sweet, blissful state of consciousness with others through your communication and through your interactions and even through your problem solving.
taking all the time that you need to reawaken from this point, and I shall leave you here, resting on your mat, enjoying the sweetness of doing nothing. Dolce far niente. The sweetness of doing nothing. Soaking in your bliss state of consciousness. Satchidananda. And I thank you for tuning in to the gift of yoga and meditation with yours truly, Colette Marie. And namaste.